A dog can't hate itself. It can hate another dog. But how does a human being hate itself? You see, that's the question. And if you can understand the answer to that question, if you can just think about it, I'll help you a little bit. But can you ruminate a little bit and sort of stir inside and give me what you think might be the answer? Well, I don't like some of the things I'm doing. Well, but why would you? You don't have to like them, but why hate them? Is the hate a sort of a motivation to change it? Do you, do you have to, to get angry with yourself to get the motivation to bring about a change? And, but you only find when you do that, you make things worse, if I'm not correct. Tell me. That's true. So when you hate yourself, you get worse. That's true. So then what have you learned about hating yourself? Can you stop hating yourself after you've learned that it makes you worse? The answer is no, you hate knowing that. So you, so now you hope, now you've got another. You hate, you hate yourself to get better, and you don't know what the self is you're hating, but it's probably a lower self, because you want it to be better. It's something you look at, you look in the mirror, you look at yourself, and you get angry at what you see. True. But there is something you don't see with an ordinary pair of eyes. You're seeing with second sight. You see with an inner understanding. Oh, like I see what you mean. See, that's different from just seeing something. Mm-hmm. It's called perception. And so um, that is God-given. So you've got a resentment or anger towards yourself, you get worse. And strangely enough, when you get worse, you see that you begin to, f- you're upset that instead of getting better, you get worse. And you get upset at knowing that how helpless you are. True. I and then you. back you go, and back you go to trying harder to make yourself better and only get worse. And the reason why that is is because you've you've hated in two different places, and they're both dangerous. Hating yourself is what the self wants you to do. Because uh, I'll give you an example of that. Um, let's talk about hating evil or hating wickedness. When a person is mean to you, you need to understand this about other people too. The person that's mean to you and cruel to you um, is, as Jesus said. They're not themselves. That's why he says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Something is acting through the person that's mean to you, and that something is feeding on your failure to deal with them. They want you to hate the person because the person is made in the image of God. And so when you hate the person, you are tempted to be separated from the commandment to love one another. But how can you love somebody who's mean? So... The person who's mean to you is, is being is being manipulated is like a puppet. Something inside them is compelling them to do stupid things and mean things to you to get a, a kick out of it. And if you get upset, you feed it. Mm-hmm. Now, the same thing goes on when it gets inside you. It gets inside you, and it torments you there, and so therefore you struggle with it just like you struggle with your friend. When you struggle with your friend, you, you hated him, and that's exactly what the thing inside you, inside him or her, wanted you to do, and it opened up, and it delivered something of itself in you. 
more of its identity, more of its nature made a home in you, and now it owns you. It's got both of you. And, of course, it's got the person that did it to you all the way back through the generations. And now you're stuck with it, and you're stuck with this great mystery. And now it wants you to hate it. It needs you to do that because, well, hate is a powerful uh, elixir. It stimulates you into forgetfulness of how wrong you are and gives you hope you can change. It's a lie. You can't. All it does is you're feeding your life, the rest of your life force to it. And that's what's getting worse. You're giving it power to, to manipulate you more. And now you've got suddenly you've got conflict. You're worse. And in the light of reality, you're worse. Now you turn to the light of reality and you get upset with the light. Big mistake. You must learn by the light of reality that of yourself you can do nothing. But the Father within you, he will do the works. And it will show you the dark side and will teach you, don't hate that dark side. See, it wants you to hate it. It wants you to struggle with it. And it wants you to struggle with struggle. It wants you to do that because you'll never be free from it. Because it means that you don't trust anything greater than yourself. And if I can put myself in God's role, you don't trust me. I am within you. I am who I am. I am what I am. And if you, if I, um, well, I don't speak to you in words. See, I'm playing his role right now. I don't speak to you in words. I'm just showing you that of yourself, you can't do it. Don't you see? You're being tricked. Well, what's tricking you? It isn't you tricking you. It's it. It's a thing. It's another nature. It's sin that makes a home in you. Now do you understand? Yes, sir, I do. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Now, now that you understand that, you know that you have another entity living inside you. Everybody has one, so don't feel, don't feel alone. Everybody. Every single person has that in them, even little children. And that's why parents have to be patient and calm and not feed themselves to the children. Or suppress them in some way. But stand as silent, gentle contrast, like Super Nanny. Super Nanny deals with children gently and firmly, without anger, without being motivated with anger and frustration. See that? Mm -hmm. And the children respond in a good way. The good in... In the uh, super nanny, uh, the children respond to the good in the super nanny, and, and the, it calms them down. So that you have to respond to the good in you, and the good is unspoken; it doesn't speak. It it lets you know without knowing, without words. And from this wordless knowing, will you have your new eternal life? Do you understand that? Yes, sir. You're going to be okay now. 
Okay, I, I need to also forgive myself then too. No, 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 no. If you forgive yourself, you're playing God again. When you struggle to make yourself better, you're playing God because only God can help save you from this thing. You cannot save yourself from this thing. It traps you into struggle. See, the, your problem is, you, is that everyone plays God. There's not a person on earth that doesn't play God in some way. If you want to be the center of attention, you're playing God. If you want to f- help somebody, often you want, you want to be loved for the help you give them. You want to you come down from your throne to help people and to be loved and worshipped and appreciated, and you suck that up. No. When you're forgiving people, when you're forgiving yourself, well, actually, you can't even forgive people. I don't know if this is too complicated, but look, let me just see if I can play a little game with you. Um, people often resent me for not very much reason. Maybe there is, but they, sometimes they invent reasons, and most of the times they do. Especially if I make people feel uncomfortable, they look for something to be to be angry about, so they don't have to see how wrong they are. And every now and then I have a person who is contrite and feels conscience about being angry with me, and they say, Roy Masters, uh, I've been angry with you so long, I, I haven't told you about this, but can you forgive me? I said, why should I? I never judged you. You see, you're stuck between two horns of a dilemma. If you don't judge, which you've, you've done already, you've been angry and you've judged. And that's how the thing got inside you. Now it traps you into forgiving yourself. You have to be forgiving, and the same silent voice will forgive you. You can't, you must, you must stop being angry with yourself, and you have, give up the idea of forgiving yourself. That's, that is another folly. They're both stupid. You also have to stop being sorry for yourself. That doesn't help you either. And it affects you, it infects you like being sorry for a person. You're actually making them worse. All right, thank you very much. I hope that principle, that in principle, will work for you if you if you understand it. Hello, Bill. What can I do for you? How are you, Roy? Fine, thank you. I, good. I talked to you uh, maybe a week or so ago about being involved in my uh, the lives of my family members, and you gave me oh yes, and you gave me some some good advice, and I've had a little bit of opportunity to practice it, and so far so good, I guess. Keep my it up, real- then. My my real problem, and I've been thinking about this uh, uh, frequently because I knew I wanted to call and talk to you about it. I have I worry so much to the point where I can sometimes get myself into almost a paralyzing fear where I can't even get my work done in my office. I will sit at my desk just in a state of constant. Sure, worry. I understand it. Well, that's that's an easy fix. It's a very easy fix, except, you know, you're like the story of the, um, there's an old joke about the, um, the, the psychiatrist and the light bulb. Have you heard it? No. Well, you know, uh, how many psychiatrists does it take to fix a light bulb? To change a light bulb, to change a light bulb. Only one, but the light bulb has the one to be changed. Oh, jeez. You see, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, how can you be, how many psychiatrists or how many Roy Masters does it take, take to, to change Bill? You know, only one, except Bill needs, has the one to be changed. Well, I'm getting to the point now where, uh, I, here's what happens frequently. I will get myself all worked up about something. Yeah, 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 but that, 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 that's part of the, the problem. Crisis, the crisis will pass, or the problem will be solved, and then I'll look back and say, why did I get so upset about this? I don't know why I do it. 
because you don't know how to do good, but you don't know how to function without anger. In other words, you want to do good, right? I do. Okay, now I understand that. But you're using the wrong motivation to do it. It is the energy of anger is what nurtures ego, pride. And pride, once nurtured, is in terrible conflict with God. That's called conscience. And so suddenly you find yourself at war with yourself because you did it to take credit for it. You have a need to help people to look good about yourself. And that's why you get worked up, especially when they don't appreciate you. Then you try harder. You think you failed. And you get mad and use the energy of anger to try to fix it. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you've got conflict either way. If you're rewarded, if everybody says, oh, what a wonderful person Bill is, that encourages you in that behavior. If they if they get worse and they draw you in, that upsets you also. Now, they, either way, whether you're praised for it or you fail, you feel your failure because you feel guilt. Like I, You misinterpret the meaning of that guilt to, to mean that you haven't tried hard enough, you failed, you have to love them more. And you got to get, you get all upset, you roll your sleeves up and get involved, you still don't fix it. You could find yourself deeply embroiled with it, but even if you succeed in saving your family, you won't feel right about being right. A lot of Christians don't feel right about being right. You know why? Because they get excited. They get hypnotized into thinking that they are what they're not. And then when they, since they're not been saved, the next temptation that comes along will see them fall. And they'll be terribly distraught about it, thinking, oh, my God, what have I done with my salvation? I'm backsliding, they call it. And they go into a terrible depression, thinking they can never be saved again because they've thrown their opportunity away, when they never were saved in the beginning. You're not saving anybody. This has been my my, um, outlook on life, I guess you could say. Since you were small. Probably all of my life. That's right. I wake up in the morning sometimes, and I can actually feel a wave of fear come over me. Because you, because the only way that you have a fear, because the only you want to be good, but it never turns out that way. You, something's going wrong with you in the act of being good, in the act of being noble, in trying your best to be a better human being through the good deeds that you do. You see, damned if you do. Damned if you don't. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. You can reach Roy at 1-800-866-8883. That's 1-800-866-8883. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. 
gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. on your mind call roy at 1-800-866-8883 now you've got no discretion in this you don't know when to leave when you're getting involved with arguments and problems when you shouldn't you don't know that it's family you think i've got to help i say with the family in england i left behind to hell with them i mean i'm never going to help them they're never going to understand me we are cut from a different cloth you gotta, you gotta have to have the sense to know that flesh and blood isn't necessary family. You're my family. You're more fun my family than the, my family. I got, listen, my, my kids and my, my, my wife and my, and my, my daughter-in-laws and my daughter. We're family. We're all cut from the same cloth. My house is one merry place. I mean, they're always here. It's called the resort. There's there's 20 people here on on weekends, and the kids are here every day, especially when it comes to swimming. Okay? And they love their grandpa. We love each other. There's no drink. There's no drugs. There's no smoking. There's no dumb music. But there's great conversation and fun. And we improve each other. We help each other. And and none of us will resist correction. How how do I break free of this i'm i think part of the problem is I'm well you're emotional you've got to stop you are emotionally res- you are you have a strong sense of responsibility which is abnormal i agree it's, with that it, it's in part to save yourself by saving others you understand how that is 
I do. I, it's I, a roundabout I, way of saving yourself by saving others. But from a, on a day-to-day practical basis, what do I do differently to make this to to, to uh, uh, make this uh, less or to go away? Well, but, but there's something missing in you that you are trying to retrieve on the outside. It's almost like you uh, you you go you go to Las Vegas and you let's say you win now. Gambling is something you should never do. It is, I don't have to tell you why. Right. You're actually, you're actually not earning, you're not earning money. You're not earning by the sweat of your brow. It's not honest to gamble, to win because someone loses. Follow that? Right. You win because someone loses. And you lose because someone wants to win. And so you shouldn't be excited if you win because you actually took somebody's money. Somebody's hamburger money for some kid. Okay, who's living a misbegotten life? You're contributing to the downfall of a person and your own. But let's say you win. Wow, you feel lucky. You feel your pride is puffed up. Ah, you. So then you you feel your luck and you play again. This time you win again. Wow, you you really got something. You got some magic ability to predict something. See this ego stuff. Now you lose, but while you were winning, you were losing. And while you're losing, you're losing. Because when you get, when you win, you feel important. And when you lose, you get angry. And the, the winning has set you up. It separated you from good. So that when you lose, ego doesn't like to be a loser. It's angry. Something's wrong. You get mad. But when you get mad, you're more, all the more determined to try to win. You gotta get your money back. Damned if you get it. Damned if you don't. If you win, you feel you're addicted to winning. And when you lose, you're addicted to trying to win again. You can't, you, you are like a, you're like that gambler. You're doing the right things and instead of doing the wrong things for the right reason. You can't do the wrong things for the right reason, actually, if it's truly wrong. But you're doing the right things for the wrong reason. Now I'll tell you, have you ever read the Bible? Uh, from time to time. You know the story of the the rich man who came to Jesus and said, what do I have to do to enter the kingdom? Yes, and Jesus said you have to leave everything behind. You've got to give your money to and follow me. Now, does he mean that all rich men should do that? We would never have any, any we would not have any industry, we wouldn't have it, there'd be no work for anybody. We have to have entrepreneurs, money, people invest their money, and we're good at things. We're well paid for that. Nothing wrong with being a rich person if you are, if you earn it honorably. But this man inherited the money and everybody loved him because he was generous with it. He was basically a good person, but he was, he, he wasn't good enough. Uh, and meaning that he got the sense of worth by giving money away and being very generous and being loved by everybody from which he formed an opinion of himself, which was a lie. So Jesus knew that. He knew that the sense of worth was external. It was based upon how people thought of him because he manipulated. He didn't know he was manipulating. He thought he was being a generous man. He felt good about giving because he, he felt good about himself. So what more good is there in that? A lot of Jewish people who do not understand the spiritualness of it, of such a thing, think that all you have to do is be good in this world. And no, it's not true. It's why you give. The reason for you is it 
Are you using wisdom in your giving? Are you giving to get a sense of worth? Even if it's only a sense of worth. When you give, you don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Because you do it because it's good to give. And you don't, ex- you don't think of yourself as any better person for giving. Nor any worse if it's not deserved. You see? And so, in your case, you're doing good. You're, all the good you do is out of a super obligation because you were neglected. I had a, I have a feeling, and let me just make a, an educated guess here, that when you were small, there's two reasons, and I think this one, this is one of them. Let me try this one first. That a sense of responsibility was put on you before you were capable of doing it, but you took the job anyway. I agree with that. Tell me yeah. what that story is. Well, it, I, I will tell you that there's not one specific incident that I, many. That, I can, that I can cite. But no, I, not one, but many. Yeah, I always had the feeling that I had to shoulder the responsibility. I'm the oldest child, and I think a lot of that. I think it. I think it, it tends to happen maybe with oldest children. Well, there's nothing and wrong I, with there's nothing wrong with being an oldest child and being noble and being a good example. But something was missing here that forced upon you responsibility at a too early age where your parents failed. That could be. That could be. See, and you resented your parents and took, and then the resentment gave, you have a natural, you have a natural desire to do right, the right thing, to be responsible. But when your parents fail you and then put stuff on you that, that they should be doing, you resent it, you give away your youth, your young life when you should have been doing the things that kids do, and now you became too responsible for your siblings. Or, and I think possibly, yes. I, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. But the, my, my question is. But you did it resentfully. Here I am, 46 years old. How but, do but, I but, but, but you did it, but you did it resentfully. I suppose I did. That, that's yes. important. You see, I didn't want you to, I didn't want I, you to let that go. That creates a programming that takes you away from good and makes you feel guilty not to. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I agree with that. I do. I always feel like everybody else was having fun and I was sort of shouldering thank responsibility. Thank you. And you resented that. I, and that, I, co- that, no, that, that produces a programming that is, is impossible to break. Because it, exactly what's happening when you're helping people, you help them and they help themselves to you. They don't appreciate you. They don't change. They go on with their lives. And then you feel resentful. And again, that resentful recharges the programming to compels you the way you, you were compelled as a child. You well, become how I, super. How do I break the chain? What do I do? Stop resenting. You've got to do two things. You've got to see two things. Right this minute, good can never come from that. Ever. You can do that till the day you die and you'll be a broken person. And, and, and maybe at your grave they'll say, what a nice person you are, but you're not. You'll have been used by everybody. You cannot find goodness that way at all. It is impossible. The harder you're going to have a nervous breakdown from it because you're getting angry and angry and angrier. Part of the anger is to take away the pain of guilt. If you're angry, you're not, you're not looking at yourself when you're blaming other people. They're not appreciated enough. They're not, they don't appreciate what I'm doing. You're angry with them. But then when you're angry with them, it's a distraction from the wrong that you're doing that looks so right, yet is so wrong. 
You don't want to be wrong now. You want to be right. You, there's something about the way you're doing it that's making you more wrong as you do right. It's a very strange phenomenon. It's a paradox. So no, I, there's no psychiatrist on earth that will tell you this. Do I just stop helping and just... Yes, you, what you do is for the time being, you stop helping people immediately. Uh, because they're only helping themselves to you and they're not going to get any better no matter how much you try, but you're going to get worse. You're going to end up with a nervous breakdown in hospital or a drunk or something like that. It's a difficult habit to break. No, it's easy to break. It's a no-brainer. You've got to drop your resentment towards your parents. You've got to, But you've got to drop your resentment towards anything. The guy that gives you the finger in the highway, you've got to watch for that too. Wherever, if you trip over the cat, you've got to watch for that because resentment is a programming emotion and it's also the emotion that will sustain any programming. So if you get upset about the news, that upset will reinforce your programming. Just to keep you upset, the whole idea of watching news is to be upset about something. Nobody watches the, that's why they present so much bad news. Hardly anything good. Why? Because we all need a dose. We need a upset fix. I could. I think I could easily, or more easily, stop helping people. But it's 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 harder to stop worrying. No, worry. the wor- the worry is caused by your failure. You, if you weren't a failure, you wouldn't worry. You're a failure. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now 
on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, cure stress with the Cure Stress app. It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person, become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be Still and Know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. You are failing to to become the person you want to be. You are failing to accomplish good so that you can feel good about yourself. See, you're failing, and that's what the worry is. Something's wrong. You're trying to figure it out. Your Your mind will go crazy trying to figure it out. It's not possible to figure it out. Right, right? is right and wrong is wrong. And I'm telling you that you're wrong. You're a nice person that's gone wrong trying to make yourself right. You cannot make yourself right. You cannot lift yourself up by your bootstraps. You need salvation. Are you Jewish? No. Where are you? No, I'm Catholic. Why don't you understand your own Catholicism then? It's called salvation. Let Jesus save you, and then as a shining example, you'll know how to help others to see for themselves what's wrong. Do you think Jesus, when he divided the loaves and fishes, he would continue to make loaves and fishes, he'd become a manufacturer of loaves and fishes for everybody for the rest of their life? No, it was only a temporary thing. And and then they went on their way and they had to find their own loaves and fishes. That's a, that, that's a, a good point. That's a very good point. Okay. That the more I help them, the less I'm really helping. I thank you. He's not. He's, he's, he wasn't in the welfare business. He wasn't a socialist. 
even though he had all the, the loaf and fishes he ever wanted from heaven, he wasn't going to make people happy like that and depend though they would never do anything for themselves. They will never know there's anything's wrong because everything will be okay. They've got something to eat. They have a room over their head. So what more is there? There's no cry for help. So you come along and you play God. But there's only I, so much strength you've got. I you've do only... that a lot. I, I play God a lot in my family. I really do. Thank you very much. I'm, I've been dead right on everything I've said, right? You you are, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to implement this and just back off a little bit. And I no no to back off completely for the time being. The and then, week, then slowly measure out your kindness. For the next week, I'm going to let everybody lead their own lives, and then I'm going to call you back, and we'll hopefully chat some more. We will. Thank you. You're very welcome. I have a favorite person here that calls every now and then, a sweet lady, and she, she's Gloria the trucker. She's listening to me for years and years and years, and I just want to say hello to Gloria. Hello, Gloria. Don't y'all do me that. Are you going to cry on me? No, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm, I'm beyond that. But I'm still, I, I have a handicap too. I can't spell either. Well, and so what? Was, you know what? Hey, I join the club. I my, can't spell either. I, I was fourth in my class. You know how many was in my class? Four. Four. <laughs> I love you. Listen, I can't spell. I can't either. So I have a spell corrector on my computer. Thank you very much. And I still don't learn. Because he's doing it for me. I haven't got time to learn. I just want to write my articles. Before as long I, as someone can help me to spell, thank you very much. I can speak. Well, barely. Before I met you, I really thought I had a handicap. You don't have a you. handicap because you can't spell. Most people I know can't spell. But, but after I met you, I knew I was okay. And I am okay. My board up can't spell. He just told me. But if, if, let me ask you this. If, I allow anger to come in. Does that mean I'm not made whole yet? Yeah. Well, let me be very precise, Gloria, all right? Yes. You ready? Yes. There are two kinds of angers. One that goes on now, new ones. One, when you get quiet, old ones rise to the surface. So it looks like you're getting angry now because now is the moment you're getting angry, right? Yes. In your mind... When anger and grudges that you never dealt with come to the surface, it looks like you're failing. Because you see how angry you've been, right? Yes. And angry you've been is now angry you are because it's coming to the surface again. Follow me? Yes. Those are not the bad ones. Those are the ones you can look at and you say, oh, I see. And they go away. It's the new ones you have to watch for. When the new ones stop adding to the old ones, the old ones will rise and you can deal with it. Because you're... Saved by grace. You've got the grace to do it that you'd never had before. You've got the grace works two ways. Grace works, ah, from now onwards, I'm not going to get upset with people. That's the easy part. Now, the complicated part, or what might be complicated, is thinking that you're failing because you're getting upset. Because when you stop being upset on the outside, the old upsets start to rise from the inside. And, but you can deal with them too. As long as you can deal with the ones that are coming up, you know, the next moment, and you can learn to overcome it and be, stay calm and not resent, be resentful, which you have the grace to do, then the old ones will rise and you can deal with them also. And pretty soon you're all cleaned out. Got it? I got it. But all right. And isn't that nice and simple? Yes. 
but it's, you couldn't get that from your local psychiatrist in 5,000 years. That's correct. Yeah. It seems to be everything outside of me is failing, but on the inside of me, there's no failure. Well, that's good. Well, you see, again, that's a very interesting point, and, and it shows that it tells me that you're on your, on the path, because in your life, you've mixed with the wrong people. You've drawn the wrong people. That will Those things will fall apart. That world may fall apart before your new world comes together again. Got it? Yes. Okay. But as long as the anger stay out, I'm on the right road. You are just right. You are just a beautiful creature. And I love you. And I love you too. Yes, I know. You're a good woman. You work hard. And you're a tr trucker lady on the road trying to keep a family going. And it's not easy. But you make good money. That's important so you can pay the bills. Thank you. And uh, you said thank God for talk program. Thank God for Roy Matheson. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be still and know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. 
The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation, titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Denise and KKNT in Phoenix. Hello, Denise. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Uh, Can you you get close to the phone? Because I can barely hear you. How about now? Yeah, that's better. (laughs) Thank you. Now, what can I do for you? I don't know. You can do anything for me. No, I can't do it for you, but I can show you how it's done. Um, I, did, you, I thought you, I had it together. I thought I had my whole life together, and apparently I don't. Well, I, I think I, if lots of people think lots of people can think that. That's a big mistake to think you've got your whole life together because it means you've arrived at some place and there's no nowhere else to go, which is a, which is very egotistical, isn't it? Yeah. You thought you had it all. What was it, a guy? No. I see up on the screen, she says, you're a mess, says dad was an abusive alcoholic, and um, mom put up with it. That's what it says on the screen. So now, mm-hmm. how does that add up to having your life together? Um, well, I just, he didn't abuse us as, as kids. He didn't he, abuse the kids, except that, you know, there was no, he never, ever touched us. Never in any okay. way, whether. But, but you resent him. For, you, you resent your mom for putting up with it. Yes, I'm very. You're very identified with your mom, then, aren't you? Yes. And uh, you were stupid. Your, I know, but she, no, she wasn't stupid. She was hypnotized. What? She was me- mesmerized. It is fear. Fear is the opposite to courage and faith. And you, or you tend to be sub- sub- submissive. To what you fear, that's why you have terrorism. Terrorism could work in this country. All you need is one big bomb in in San Francisco, for example. If I was a terrorist, let me just make a point how I think like a terrorist. So you know, if anybody's listening, I'm just I'm just conjecturing. I would pick San Francisco because they are the biggest bunch of losers and weasels that there ever was in one place. And um, and then they'll all be screaming and screaming and yelling and wanting peace. And there'll be lots of sympathizers. We can't put up with this nonsense. We can't stand this pain and suffering. And uh, before you know it, it the, um, the psychosis will spread to almost everyone in this country. And uh, it, in other words, terrorism is designed to create fear and, and guilt and submission to the terrorists. And that happens on a, on a daily basis in America. Millions and millions of men suffer terrorism from their wives or wives suffering terrorism from their husbands and they live in quiet servitude and they cannot escape it even though they could walk out they are sort of mesmerized and fixated to the hate object there is a principle that I could explain to you but I don't know if that would serve any purpose all I can tell you that your mother wasn't crazy she wasn't uh, stupid she was weak but she was, but that's, but fear is, well, how could I say that those uh, who have fear is not made perfect in love. Everyone who has no faith and has fear 
is bound to be subject to some kind of terror in their lives, submissive to something ugly and cruel. They cannot help it. There's a very simple reason for it. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. When you are when you are seduced as a child, because you could have that problem too, by the way, young lady, and we'll come to that in just a minute, but when you've been seduced early in life where your mother could have been weakened from having courage and guts and stand-upness, you're separated from the ability to grow from 
from God, if you like. In other words, a courageous person does not yield emotionally or mentally, emotionally and mentally, to intimidation. But children have but no choice but to live under a reign of terror when the day they're born, so they haven't got a chance to breathe, take their first breath before they are seduced and terrorized into submission, either by a, by a smiling a manipulator, a cruel smiling uh, manipulator, or a person who's violent and abusive. It doesn't make any difference. It's uh, any kind of seduction you have when you're a child sets you up either to be a terrible rebel, and we'll come to that, or a conformist for the rest of your life. And what happens is, so that you understand your mother and you don't that you don't hate her and become like her, is that there are two things that happen to your mom. Why she puts up with it? Because she's had a life like that in the past. And you're in danger of being stupid yourself if you're not careful, and I'll tell you that why that in a minute, but you need to need to understand the dynamics. Um, there's two things that happen. One, a child begins to doubt itself through anger towards its parent. In other words, the parent unconsciously makes the child hate. In other words, sin. See, to hate a parent is to sin, and there's something in the parent that has no tolerance for the innocence of a little child. There's something in the parent that wants to turn the child into a slave, just like they were made a slave when they were a parent. They, they become strong before. A lot of p people want to be parents so they can be bullies, or so they can have a child to worship them. And f they find a way to seduce the child to make themselves an object of worship by the child and punish the child, you know, for not doing so. So the child is sort of bonded to the parent and giving up their life force for the rest of their life. So what happens is... The moment the child is seduced, the nature of the bully makes a home. It's a spiritual thing. The two things that happen, the nature of the bully gets inside the child and separate the child from unfolding from his God or her God. Now, the only way a child can grow now is to unfold from the approval of the parent. The parent who seduces the child with cruelty or any kind of seduction, spoiling, becomes the God that the spirit of the person becomes the god to the child, whom the child must worship for a sense of worth. Damned if they serve, do it. Damned if they serve for a sense of worth and get rejected, so they try harder. They feel they're not worthy enough. Or damned if they do get a sense of worth, a reward, because then that weakness is fed, encouraged, nurtured, with a syrupy, sick kind of love. You can't escape it. Except when you... I know I can help a person. If anyone's listening, I can show you how to escape it. It's quite easy, but until you know where the key is, you cannot. And I want you to have compassion on your mother. I don't like her. I don't like her. I know you. I don't like her. I know you. You don't want to be like her, do you? No, I don't like her. I, I know, but you. But you also like don't. No, I said you don't want to be like her. No. I, but you resent her not to be like her. Is that correct? You're rebelling. No, I just don't like her. I know, no, it's more than that. You listen carefully. I want to help you because you are going to become like her. That's why your life is falling apart. I get it. You struck home with me right away. You didn't realize the minute you opened your mouth, you revealed your problem to me, even though you don't know it yourself. You are in the process of trying not to be like her because you hate her. You want to try to be opposite to her. 
Well, all that's going to happen is you, if the best that can happen is you're going to become the bully like your father. And you marry a wimp. I'd marry two wimps. There you are. Uh, no, no wonder your life is. See, I, can, I got a little slide rule here. I can figure you out. It doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. It just takes Roy Masters, that's all. I married now, two men that I, I just didn't have any respect for. I know. Because you, 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 you became your father. But I'm not a mean person. I'm very... No, I know you're not. I I agree with you. I don't think you're a mean person. I want somebody to love me. I just want somebody to love me the way that I... No, what you you need is someone to correct you. What you need is, as a little child, you wish wish your mother would stand up for herself, didn't you? Yes. And if she... This is what would happen. If she could... She, uh, your father might, you might have seen a different father because maybe your father is a, compul- a compulsive bully like you are. You're not a bad person. You don't mean to degrade your, those two men. You turned them into wimps like your father turned your mother into a wimp. That's the only role you could play. And the only other role you can play is to be like your mother. So the next person you meet, you may turn out, you may just give yourself to the next man and becomes a bully. They're just saying the way you... And you cannot get free from it. No person on earth can be free from that unless they know what the problem is. And I'm trying to tell you what the problem is. You're angry toward... That's why I could say have compassion for your mother because that's your cure. That is your cure. You have resentment towards your father as well. The nature of your mom and dad is in you. You will be weak before the strong and strong before the weak. That's your life. You're dead. And so is everybody listening to this program. You're dead. You will have no life. It not only will fall apart, there won't be anything to fall. You'll just, your whole life's over. Unless you can come to grips with this. And I'm the only one, I don't know if there's anyone else who can show you how the way out of this. And I'm giving you a clue. You've got to drop the resentment towards your mother because you're in her shoes right now. You become what you hate. <laughs> so there's the wimp. You hate her for being a wimp, but you also hate your father for being a bully. You've got both natures in there. But I and never before, thought I hated my father. But you did. You be- He's a bully, isn't he? Not anymore. He's dead now. But <laughs> What did he die from? Heart attack? Cancer? Alcoholism. Yeah, there it is. And so your mother gave your mother gave in to him. Your mother gave in to him. You know what your father was doing? I can tell you what he was doing. He was guilty. He felt guilty for being a bully. But your mother's submissiveness fed it. And she judged it. She resented it and then that resentment made her feel guilty. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. 
To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life.